Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your mayor, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined by my co-mayor, Sergio. Today, we will discuss how Animal Crossing has changed our social lives. I also talk about revisiting Pocket Camp and the recent tour I took of Animal Crossing population growing. Hi, Sergio. How you doing? Hello, Chewy, and hello, everybody. I'm doing well. What about yourself? I'm doing well. We did a quick little intro today. We got some cool things to talk about. Um, it's been a crazy weekend, I guess. Um, Jackie has gone away to Montana on a writing retreat, and she's going to be gone for about nine days. And I have meticulously planned all of my hours to just create as much as possible for YouTube. <clears throat> so... It's uh, today was the first day and it was crazy. Nice. <laughs> I never got so much done in my life. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Animal Crossing and you know just how we have experienced this game in like social settings, either in person, online, but just that multiplayer experience of Animal Crossing. Um, especially because now that I think of it. This game has been described by Nintendo as a communication game, right. right? And it's hard to have a communication game without some type of communication. <laughs> and so I guess let me give a quick background on all of the games and how the multiplayer worked. Essentially, the first game was the most different multiplayer experience, right? <laughs> you had to get somebody else's memory card, which meant somebody had to physically hand you a memory card (laughs) back in the day and say, all right, I guess I won't play Animal Crossing today (laughs) or tonight while you look at my town. And so you put that memory card in, you go to Porter, you ride the train, and you take that to the next town. And it's not really a multiplayer type of way to play. That's just how you visit people. Um, there is, you can have multiple files in the game too, but everybody can only play one at a time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, it would be crazy if, now that I'm thinking of it, if in the next game it had like split screen multiplayer, so like you could both live in your town and then both of you could play. I feel like they would do this just because the Joy-Con, that is the one reason they would do it. Split the joy yes (laughs) share the joy and i'm calling it right now next animal crossing is going to have split screen multiplayer nice yes yes i would love that really (laughs) It, it would be so much fun um especially because i don't know part of the thing that i ran into in the first game was like we, we would be, like, rolling die or dice. I don't, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> plural. The plural form of dice, we'd roll them and, like, whoever got some number would get to go first or we'd flip a coin, you know. Um, I probably should have went with flip a coin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so it, it, you wanted to play first. And the, the reason you wanted to play first was because you got the first chance to look and find fossils. Right. Meanwhile, if you weren't first, you had to hope that they didn't notice the fossil <laughs> and you saw it only. And that has happened. My friend has walked by some and I'd be like <laughs> taking mental note and then I'd play and he'd be like, oh, man, you saw that. <laughs> um, but anyways, it, was, it let me I'm going off on a tangent. So the first game, it was never like multiplayer together, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. From there, the DS came out, and that added all sorts of multiplayer. There was local multiplayer and internet multiplayer. So you could play both online and in person, and that was awesome, right? Right. Um, That was the first, like, 
I guess that's just how modern Animal Crossing works. Because then you got that in, I guess technically City Folk did not have local multiplayer. You had to play online to play multiplayer Um, just because it was a home console. It works a little differently. Um, But then the 3DS gave us that same wild world experience. Um, And then I guess Happy Home Designer didn't exactly have multiplayer, right? Um, You Hmm. could share your designs online and visit people's designs online. Um, That was about as multiplayer as it got. Yes. Um, Amiibo Festival, that's no player. Nobody (laughs) plays that game. (laughs) Uh, I don't know a single person who does, except, I don't know. I guess I've made the videos in the past. I've played it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that is, you know, just local multiplayer. You think... Out of anything, they would have put online multiplayer for this game. Um, yes. I would play it more if it were... I would play it with you. Yes. Right exactly. away. And yeah. Especially because it doesn't have real minigames, so there's really no no reason not to have it, I think. Yeah. There's literally no game. I don't understand why we can't <laughs> play it online. <laughs> um, and then, I guess, Pocket Camp... We all, uh, I guess, the multiplayer works where you can see people show up in your different areas, mm-hmm. and you can visit their campsite, right. and you can also trade items and things with them, and you know you can see invisible bugs just appear on your flowers <laughs> or disappear from somebody else's flowers. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is essentially how multiplayer has worked in Animal Crossing in every game. And now we're kind of, we're going to break it down. We're going to go over our multiplayer experiences in each game and, you know, just tell a little story about how the social aspect of the game has, you know, changed us right. for the most part. <laughs> um, so yeah, do you want to start? Do you want to, uh, cause I've been talking for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, so population growing, you know, back in 2002 for the GameCube, I I was playing the game and I liked it. And back then, I was already living in the United States and about every year or so, at least once, I would go back to Mexico with my family. And one, my cousin Jorge, he was a gamer and still is. He's pretty much the only one in my family that also plays games. So definitely I brought my systems and my games and we would play together. And I do remember showing him Animal Crossing and he did like it, but he, you know, being in Mexico, he's not a native English speaker or reader. So he understood the premise and he liked it. He wasn't familiar or introduced to the simulation or a life sim genre of games. So he was definitely interested and he liked it, but, you know, it wasn't for him simply because he couldn't read English and that's, it's a really big part of the experience. Yeah, but, I mean, I was worried about giving, and, you know, I actually didn't, but my nephew got uh, just a 2DS recently and hmm. he he really likes, he's really into Mario right now. Right. Um, so he had a Super Mario birthday party. And I was between getting him Animal Crossing or Mario Kart 7. And in the end, I was like, "Eh, I don't know. It's a lot of reading. I don't know if he can handle it quite yet. So I kind of skipped it over for that. But I don't know. I'm hoping next year he'll be ready to do some reading because I'm getting him Animal (laughs) Crossing New Leaf for sure. Nice. Yeah. So anyways, you can go on. Sorry to Yeah, no problem. No problem. So... (laughs) And actually, the same thing happened with my best friend, Danny. Uh, I introduced him to both the series and the genre. And he lives here in the U.S. He he does read and speak English, and he liked it. He is an Animal Crossing fan. Uh, Since Wild World, he has gotten all the games, so he worked on that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Um, Yeah, I I guess for me, I've, I've told this story a bit about population growing. I think I might have told it in the first... Um, pod, the first episode yes. of this podcast. But right. yeah, essentially the first game I played mostly with my brother and my friend. My brother actually watched the video I posted um, going through 
Animal Crossing population growing. And I was like, oh, you watched it. And he was like, Mm. yeah, that game is tight. (laughs) He loved that game. Um, We all did. And so, yeah, we just every day after school, we'd just walk back home and then we'd turn on Animal Crossing. That was it. That was the first thing. And the whole way, I I remember we were just like, who's going to play first? I don't know. Um, I want to play first. And he was like, you always play first. (laughs) And so, yeah. So I remember just arguing about when to play or, (laughs) you know, who was going to play first. Right, right. Did did you guys ever try, like, you you get to play first on Tuesdays and Fridays and you get Thursday? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think we tried to alternate, but... I don't know. Eventually, I was like, well, the GameCube's in my room. I could just wake up before (laughs) school and play first all the days. And so (laughs) so, uh, it was mostly my game. So I kind of took control of it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was a fun time. And I don't know. I was just geeking out over playing it again recently, but nice, yeah. Yep. I, I want to start another little place on my thing, and I'm also kind of hoping that Jackie will, you know, be interested in like oh, having a house in my town. Ooh, um, yes, because I'd like her to be in like my Switch one if she wants. I mean, yes, right. Yeah, if she makes a little home, especially if it's split screen multiplayer, amazing. Yes. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's move on to Wild World. Tell me about that one. Okay, so on that one, it came out when I actually lived in Bellevue, Washington for about a year for college. It's very close to Seattle, and that's when the game came out when I was over there. And it was a really nice way to keep in touch with my friend Danny, because as we know, Wild World was the first to introduce online play. And, you know, we did play it. It, I said in the podcast that I wasn't too much of a Wild World player. I, I didn't really get into it. And part of it was because Mario Kart DS had already come out. And the online game or the online aspects of that game were really awesome. And me and Danny, that's really what we would play back then. But, you know, it was nice to play Animal Crossing and, and actually sort of speak to each other via text because in Mario Kart you couldn't do that but in Animal Crossing you could type your messages. So yeah, it was definitely a nice ways to a nice way to stay in touch with a long distance friend thanks to Animal Crossing. Yeah, and I mean I imagine that one also had like a lot of pretty significant changes because that game kind of changed Animal Crossing completely, you yes. know. Um it went to you know more of the pin world type of thing instead of the acre system and you i don't know i guess the things that i did like that they changed were you know obviously adding hats we didn't have that before we had new hairstyles eventually you could get that and yeah there there were a lot of really good changes to it and but it's also hard to compete against mario kart ds because now thinking of that game it's so good (laughs) like that has like all that challenge mode, right? Yes. Um, which made the single player so fun. Um, and playing it online was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I guess I loved Wild World. I would say that I I feel like mm, one of my friends got Wild World and my brother didn't really get Wild World or played it. Maybe he got it later. I don't know, hmm. but I mostly played Wild World, and um, I just have distinct memories of planting tons and tons of trees from of, like, foreign fruit, and I'd be visiting Mexico in the summer, and every three days I'd just spend, like, <laughs> two hours not doing anything with anybody because <laughs> I was <laughs> harvesting my fruit and selling them all. And now, thinking back, I wish you could... Um, that feature where you could, you know, bundle up the fruit. Yes. I wish that existed back then. Oh my God, yes. Because it would have been, it would have saved me a lot of time because I was going back and forth all day (laughs) (laughs) getting all those fruit. Um, But yeah, I guess I played with hmm, one friend and that was about it. I'd say this is the one... Wild World and City Folk, I never, I didn't really get to play 
too much with other people. City folk a little bit more, but Wild World overall mm. was kind of like a solitary experience for me. And it feels it it's weird because it's also like kind of a very solitary game. Like it's the smallest of mm-hmm. any of the Animal Crossing games. It right. has um in some ways it has more than population growing, but in other ways it has a lot less. Yes, um, right. Specifically like it didn't get too many holidays added to it. It didn't and they were all but the one thing is they were all kind of unique to Wild World. Um mm-hmm. so that was special about it. But yeah, just overall it felt like a very lonely game for it adding like all of the online features and everything. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so it, it it's different. It's a different experience. Yeah, um, but we we definitely appreciate the fact that it added the features, and you know they have been refined up to the point where they are now in New Leaf. We wouldn't be where we are now without you, Wild World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it, it, it's led to many great things. So um, let's talk about City Folk. Um, did you get into this one a little bit more than Wild World? Yes, and because of that, because I didn't play Wild World, I was really looking forward to City Folk when it was coming out. Unfortunately, I didn't have the funds back when the game was out, so I was saving for it. And thankfully, my my best friend Danny again, he worked at Walmart at the time, and he happened to get a copy of the uh, the game in the bundle that came with the we speak accessory for the Wii that was for voice chat and I always wanted that but I never got it <laughs> oh you didn't no I never had it <laughs> oh I see yeah Danny since he worked at Walmart he had a couple of you know retail privileges so he was able to get two copies of the bundle a day before official release which was pretty awesome wow so, <laughs> yeah he, he gave me a copy and you know we were both in love with the game I think I was more than him because, you know, I kind of skipped Wild World. And about every month or so, for at least a couple of months, we would visit each other's towns and and play with uh, We Speak. It was nice. (laughs) Yeah, that... I wish we just had voice chat um, on Animal Crossing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It would would make things so much faster because you can't type enough in those messages. It's not enough. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, I love that. I totally wish I had the Wii Speak. I never got it. Um, and in some ways, I guess it's sad, but in others, I'm like, I guess I didn't play online too much, just sometimes. Um, so I guess for me, City Folk, I played, I played this one a lot. I, I played every Animal Crossing game a lot. (laughs) Um, but I guess I I always forget how much I played City Folk um, because it was a strange game where it was like kind of just Wild World, but updated. Yes. And I did really like the way it was updated. So overall, I like it better than Wild World. Right. Um, And I like the things that it added, uh, like the city and all the new shops, new characters and everything. And so for me, I played, this was the same kind of thing. It was kind of solitary. Um, I think my brother started a house in this one with me because it was another like shared kind of thing. Yes, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he got into it as much as I did. I think at that point he was starting to get into Harvest Moon Ooh. and I think he liked the way <laughs> Harvest Moon like worked a little more, um, mm-hmm. at least as far as like time goes, cause he didn't feel like. Oh, he just yes. played. He he wanted more, something more where he could like grind for a while. <laughs> we were really oh. into Pokemon, so he just liked that you can <laughs> keep playing a new day like all the time. Yes, and so right. you know, Animal Crossing. There's a lot of waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of waiting for things to happen, just like real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I think he did have a house, and then I would visit a friend here and there. Um, my friend Jacob. And I remember going to his town and being like, man, your town looks awesome. (laughs) And I don't know. He just had such a different layout. And that's when I realized I was like, I haven't gone to too many places because I've only kind of seen this one layout 
of my town Mm -hmm. and going to his and seeing how different it was I was like blown away and I was like man I wish I played this online more (laughs) and um I, I there was a YouTuber, who, um, he's still around, he's called Red Panda Gamer, but they did a series called 365 Days of Animal Crossing. And at the time when they did it, the most recent game was City Folk. And so they were playing every day for 365 days, right? Ooh. So essentially a year. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, he did it on a leap year. So everybody was asking <laughs> if he was going to do 366. And he was like, I already called this 365. I'm going to stick to that. (laughs) And so um, he didn't exactly do a year just because of that year (laughs) random happenstance, right? Right. Um, But anyways, near the end of his series, um, he kind of got... Well, he had a big like live streaming event where he was inviting people over. So he was adding people on the Wii with their friend codes and sorry um eventually um he added me and i got to go visit his town and Mm. i think you can actually still find this video and you can see my character walk in and i look crazy i'm like (laughs) wearing uh, sorry a helicopter is just flying over my place right now again always while we're recording um (laughs) anyway so i look crazy i'm like wearing this cat hat um crazy like mask or something on my face and like i'm i'm an animal i look like an animal i have (laughs) i have completely forgotten my human ways and accepted that i am now one with the creatures in animal crossing (laughs) right and so yeah i i show up in that video for a little bit and i thought that was pretty fun um but yeah i think that that was essentially it i didn't play too much online it wasn't till new leaf that i started playing Mm -hmm. with strangers playing with different people and everything um and it helped because at that point my friends new friends um in college uh, could get into the game too um yeah right right yeah so i guess i'll go into my new leaf thing since i've already kind of started um Mm -hmm. new leaf came out i'm in college at the time i go and get the game with my brother um my friend and my other friend who both lived together, they were roommates, um, well, flatmates, they lived in the same apartment. Um, Hmm. And so the, and maybe one other friend, I think five of us went total. And so we went, I got rear-ended on the way back, took forever to get home. Hmm. Um, But eventually we all got there and we all just started playing Animal Crossing. And so it was a fun experience to have four other people besides myself playing this game and enjoying it together, you know? Right. And yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get that again, but it was really, it was so much fun having so many people to play Animal Crossing with right there, you know? And everybody had a different town. Everybody had all the different fruit. It was, it was so cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and you know especially because like, like we discussed on the other ones at least in you know wild world and city folk we didn't have that experience so it, it i'm sure it must have been amazing to finally you know go all out multiplayer in new leaf uh, from day one basically yeah, yeah definitely and I, I was for sure in a totally different part of my life at that point um it well it, it's crazy to me to think that Animal Crossing, Population Growing, Wild World, and City Folk were all in my high school years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden in college, I finally got a oh, new Animal Crossing. Right. So <laughs> it's like I went from high school to college and it was like a totally different experience. And then at that point, like thinking back, like I didn't really have internet in my home, at least like nothing better that was that much better than dial up you know and Mm -hmm. i didn't even know like what websites to go to (laughs) um to like (laughs) play with people but at that point in new leaf i was like man i found bell tree forums i was on tumblr and there were just so many people always talking about animal crossing you know right 
Right. Um, I actually had like 300 followers on t- my Tumblr because I, leading mm-hmm. up to Animal Crossing New Leaf, I did a 100-day countdown challenge where every day I'd be posting something Animal Crossing related. And so I'd posted that and a lot of people got hold of it, started following right. me. And so, yeah, so I had a little bit of a following. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was so much fun playing online. I remember Tumblr, I was doing the animal trade, <laughs> trying to get <laughs> the best villagers or, you know, selling the ones I had. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the first time. Oh, and of course, the stock market. And so, yeah, there was, oh, that yes, was the first yes. time when mm-hmm. I was just like, all over the internet just trying to play with different people on animal crossing you know right yeah so um what was your experience nice. with that oh man my my experience <laughs> with new leaf it's so hype okay so <laughs> you know well very well before the game came out i was in a a website that is forums somewhat renowned it's uh, called neogaf and, you know, they recently had a couple of issues and they had to do some major restructuring. But, yeah, they were um, somewhat renowned uh, as video game forums. And at least seven months before the game came out in, in the United States, so when the game was out in Japan and from then on, we had uh, uh, official thread, they call them, or OT, for Animal Crossing New Leaf. And everyone that wanted to talk about the game or, or what they were going to do or the few people that had the Japanese copy, they could discuss it there. And very soon after the Japanese version came out, we already maxed out the number of posts that the thread could have, which I believe was like 30,000. So <laughs> they already started OT number two well before the game officially came out everywhere. And it got to the point that one of the administrators asked us to do our own IRC, which is like a chat group. It's it's very similar to Discord uh, mm-hmm. because they said, you know, you guys, I mean, we love the hype that you guys are talking so much about Animal Crossing, but you got to take it easy. We, we need to be in OT number two when the game comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so we did do that. Uh, you know, the most talkative members, we got into the IRC. We did our own little chat group. I was the volunteer greeter (laughs) i would say welcome to everybody that came into the chat whenever they wanted to chat and i kid you not i was there all the time i was there before work i was there right after work just talking about animal crossing just building up massive hype for new leaf i didn't care about spoilers i just wanted to see it all and talk about it all and it was so awesome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got to say, I also did not care about spoilers. I watched every single Animal Crossing video I could get my hands on um, when it came out in Japan. Um, I remember there was a uh, this couple in Japan called Lin and Co. And they they played like, I don't know, they didn't play enough. I was like, I'm getting videos like <laughs> once, maybe twice a week from you. I need more. And I just, I couldn't get enough of the game. And... <laughs> I I feel like, I guess I'm not too worried about spoilers in Animal Crossing because, like, seeing it is never going to be the same as playing it. Exactly. Like, you completely make your own experience on Animal Crossing. It is unlike any other game. Like, you can watch it and not understand what's happening until, like, you play (laughs) the game and then you're like, man... I love this and it just changes everything, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't worried. I was just, I was making my own plans. I was all, oh, you can do that. I'm going to do that for me here. (laughs) And I want this kind of thing to happen in my town. And you can just like think of your own ideas for the game. And it, I don't know, I enjoy watching other people play, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, Because you get something personal from them you get their own little tastes their own little quirks you know and it's just a different experience than what you're doing and yeah so i feel like you can watch animal crossing and not get bored of it and still want to play it you know it makes you want to play it even more (laughs) exactly you you get inspired you get to see how different people play different ways 
Animal Crossing and, and yeah, you might get inspired to try something or do things a different way or in, in a different order. The game does that in a way, you know, you may plan, okay, today I'm going to start doing this or that. And then all of a sudden somebody asks you for a request and, and it, it gives it moves you on a tangent that you didn't expect, but you love it all the same. Yeah, it's so great. It takes you <laughs> all over the world. I love it. <laughs> and I do got to mention during the the chat hype that I went through for New Leaf, which was, like I said, at least eight months. All the time that I was on that chat group, I would be playing this song you know, on YouTube. It, it's from a Nintendo 64 racing game called Revolt. And to be honest, I don't even remember how I, I started playing this song. But, it, you know, I, I did it once and I sort of linked it to New Leaf into the chat and it became part of it. Like, I, I actually posted it on, on our Discord group under the gallery channel, uh, if anybody wants to listen. <laughs> to me, that song should be in animal crossing <laughs> it's so much hype i love that song i cannot hear it and not think and remember these great times that i went through i love that i've never <laughs> heard of this game nor have i played it <laughs> i don't think it's a good one <laughs> and the song itself is not great but i just link it to animal crossing and i love it <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot um yeah, I guess I'll take a listen to that because, yeah, I've never heard of this game, never played it, never never heard what music is in it, but I'm interested to see. Because yeah, thinking about it now, when I was playing the first Animal Crossing, um, which Animal Crossing? I don't know which Animal Crossing I was playing, but when I was playing it, this is embarrassing, I would always be listening to Demi Lovato's first album (laughs) 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 and I I would play that in the background um and this was like years (laughs) into me playing the game so I like already knew all of the hourly music by heart so I didn't mind missing it after that point at that point but yeah I'd have that album (laughs) in the background it was embarrassing um so yeah for uh, now that album does not make me think of Animal Crossing. <laughs> but for a long time, it did. Like, oh, yeah, anytime sure. I heard a song from Demi Lovato. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, uh, now Crossing. you know. <laughs> now you know all the embarrassing music I was into. <laughs> I would probably still listen. I, I'm never too embarrassed by music. I just listen to all sorts of things. Um but yeah, I guess, did you have anything else to say about um, online play in the game or multiplayer play? No, I mean, it, it's been awesome. And it's cool to see that in a way your experiences and mine were similar. It's building up, you know, in New Leaf, it definitely took off big time because of online play and the age of the internet and how much easier it is to find people that play what we play and love what we love. And I cannot wait to be so much hype again, even longer for the next game. In a way, I kind of see this podcast as as hype, as (laughs) building up hype, you know, for the next game. Yeah, I think the next one is going to be even crazier, um, considering like now we've got more communities that we're tied into. And we do talk about this game pretty regularly. So I think we're going to be having a lot of fun whenever this game comes out. Right, um, right. Yeah. I've, just got, I've now just got my fingers crossed for split-screen multiplayer. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a great feature. Yes. It'd be so great. Um, another feature, allow all of the characters to be shown on the map so you can follow people or know where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Okay, so anyways, let's move on to our next topic. It's a pretty short one. I don't have too much to say about this, but I recently revisited Pocket Camp. Um, What did I do in Pocket Camp? Not much. (laughs) Um, The one thing that I'm, I'm glad about with opening the app is the season has changed, so there's kind of a new... Hmm. Um, title screen, a new color, and so mm-hmm. I took a. I've been taking a screenshot of each of these new colors. Um, nice. Hopefully, I didn't miss one in the time that I didn't <laughs> play, but I've got most of them 
that's all I, I can say for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, right away logging in, I noticed some new things. Like you can flip through the little tips that it gives you. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so you can manually flip through that now instead of waiting for it to change automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered how long the loading times are on my phone. Um, did you ever have a problem with that? No, not really. Um, yeah, the, uh, I have not the best phone, so the <laughs> game just loaded pretty slowly for me. Um, yeah, but that's fine. Mm. <laughs> it's not the biggest deal, you know? And so, anyways, um, yeah, uh, I forget what else new I what else was new that I noticed, um, but it's essentially the same thing. I logged in, I opened the map, I was like, eh, I guess I'll go to the, I don't even remember the name, the main marketplace, you know, <laughs> and see what cookies they've got. Um, right. I did happen to find two of the special cookies. Um, I forget who the which cookies are there right now, but I got some two new items, which nice. was pretty cool. Um, and then let me see. It might have been Blue Bear. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think overall it made me kind of sad. I was like, man, I can't get all the items anymore. And even if I wanted to, <laughs> I'd be irresponsible because I don't want to spend the money to do that. Right, right now. <laughs> you know, and so that that's disappointing in the game. I, I don't want to see that type of thing happen in, like, the full Switch game, you know? Right. Um, just because... Overall, I'd be sad about it. I'd just be sad that there's stuff that I can't get in the game. Um, and I think the, t- the problem is, like, it's flooded when it's all digital, you mm. know? Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things, and you can't possibly get them all. Um, whereas, like, I don't know, I bought all the Amiibo, and there are a lot of those, but there's kind of a finite number of them, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew... If I bought all 450 cards, that's all of them. I have right. them. Right. Well, it's not all of them, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but, almost all of them. <laughs> right. And, and they serve a much better or more significant purpose than just an item, you know. And not only on the game that they come out for, but it's a series. You know, there's always going to be more future games and they could always use the same Amiibo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now that I have all of these, I'm sure they'll work in the next game. Right. And the other thing, like, I really like the Amiibo cards because I've said this before. I never got to collect um, the e-reader cards. Mm-hmm. And that uh, these Amiibo cards, like, made me feel nostalgic because I was like, oh, this is like that thing that I could yes. never get before. <laughs> but now I can because I'm an adult and I have money. Uh, yeah so it's nice to and also we don't get a lot of animal crossing memorabilia or things to buy so Mm -hmm. that i was willing to spend money on um but yeah it's just too stressful to keep up with the game so i kind of i didn't even do anything i just logged in (laughs) took a quick look and then i was like i'm gonna leave right and so i haven't played since but just that one little maybe five minutes but it felt like 20 because it loads <laughs> so slow oh i see yeah i need a better phone <laughs> i i remember recently i believe red came into the game and he has like a little masks emporium and it wasn't we couldn't be certain if you could buy the masks because there's a cake slider mask and if you could buy it and wear it i was gonna come back <laughs> so I was trying to ask uh, people that were still playing for confirmation and most likely I haven't seen that you're able to buy and wear them so I haven't had the need to go back <laughs> yeah that's uh, I uh, the, now that I'm thinking about it that is the reason I checked and then I was like oh I have 80 leaf tickets I don't have enough I'm yeah. out of here yeah especially because the by the time we quit the easiest way to get new uh, leaf tickets was to keep playing every day and do the login bonus. Yeah, and I just feel like they, Nintendo's not throwing out enough leaf tickets. 
Um, I feel I felt like they were pretty generous with um, Fire Emblem heroes, you know? Right. I feel like they give out orbs to, you know, get this deluxe stuff in that game all the time. But in Animal Crossing, it's like never happening. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the bummer. There, there's just no way <laughs> to, <laughs> no. to keep up and get everything. And it's also expensive, too. Um, Fire Emblem, it's like one thing... You use five orbs to get it, and the more times you do it in a row, the less orbs it costs. It's just such a good yes, deal. that makes so much sense, yes. And, and then Animal Crossing. Oh, that totally reminds me. Pocket Camp, when I looked at the shop to see the fortune cookies, the new cookies had an option to buy one or an option to buy five. Mm-hmm. And so if you bought one, it cost 50. If you bought five, it costs 250 so they're all still 50 each <laughs> yeah. and so right. there's really no reason to get it right and get no. them all at once <laughs> like that so it's a bummer i i wish they would mess with that system and make it just a little bit more forgiving on our wallets right yep um so yeah i'm i'm done with pocket camp now and we can move on <laughs> to <laughs> Animal Crossing population growing. Um, This is our last little thing that we're going to talk about today, but I recently put up a video um, just this past Sunday, today for us, um, two days ago for everybody listening to the podcast. (laughs) Um, But I just put up a video and I did a tour, finally, of the Animal Crossing town that was on the memory card from the copy I bought recently. And... It was so much fun. I had such a good time. Um, I know you already watched it, Sergio. So what did you think of the town? Oh, I loved it. I I liked the video a lot. It's always really nice to see population growing because, you know, us big fans of the series, we're always looking at what we used to have in what, (laughs) you know, little features that we miss from the first game that haven't come back or that have been revised. But it's also very nice to see... A, a town in population growing that was heavily played because you can see things like the statue or things that you only see once the game has really progressed. And it's very nice, very nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, and I thinking back, I don't think I ever got that statue because I was tired of paying Nook. <laughs> and I was like, you're not even going to... I'm not getting punished for not paying you. Yeah, and my ta- that's right. <laughs> and my house is already as big as it can get. No reason to buy it. (laughs) And then I found out you get a statue of yourself erected. And I'm like, man, I should have done that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's fun to see like a town that's been lived in. And you can see all the little personality that it has. And if it's been, how many months was it? 154 months or whatever. Mm -hmm. If it's been that long, you can see all the weeds that have grown. (laughs) Oh, yes, there's so many. In that time. Um, somebody, my brother actually did the math and it turns out this person last played and talked to their villagers, um, 12 years and nine months ago. So it was like 2005, (laughs) (laughs) which was a long time ago. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's kind of sad to see them all waiting for you for that long. 12 years. And they keep count. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the highest they can count, the highest unit of measurement they use is a month. <laughs> they don't change <laughs> yeah. it to years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. They should. Right. Um, so was there anything that stood out to you as you watched the video? Oh, it's always, I think it's always the differences that we notice, you know, from, from the games in the, the new ones compared to this one, the first one. Um one thing that stood out to me, and, and it was thanks to your commentary about when a villager is about to move out, there's nothing you can't do. You can do, I'm, I'm sorry, the, to prevent that. I don't remember exactly. I mean, I played a lot of population growing, but I don't remember anybody moving out and me wanting to stop it. So I guess I didn't know that you couldn't. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's pretty unforgiving. And that was a very rare case. Like, Usually, you don't know if somebody's moving. 
and they just leave and mm. then you wake up in the morning and they're gone and you're like no right <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a very rare occasion where the villager i talked to them and they were like yeah i'm headed out i'm not gonna live here anymore you know and so i don't uh, maybe i'll check back and see if that villager is already gone but yeah there's really nothing you can do right. in this game to keep your favorite villagers like once they're set on leaving they're out of there like you better enjoy that last day that you've got with them <laughs> right they don't even ask you anything they just say i've made up my mind i'm gone yeah they don't need your input they're animals <laughs> they're wild they're, they're out there living their own life you know right yeah and i but at the same time like you know in new leaf when somebody says they want to leave and you tell them not to go it kind of makes me feel bad when I tell them not to go. I'm like, am I holding you back right. from what you could accomplish leaving <laughs> and, you know, going to bigger and better things? What am I, who am I to tell you to stay, right. you know? And so it's hard. It's nice to get the option. And I think if maybe I'll make a little rule for myself, if somebody like asks to leave three times three. or something, I'll accept it <laughs> and be like, all right. It's time for you to head on out. <laughs> Go do your thing, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice of you. Yeah. And because, you know, I get kind of bored seeing the same faces in town every day. I like to see them change out and, you know. Yeah. I like to see new people, new new animals. Yeah, that was a, a cool thing about Pocket Camp. I mean, I, I do have my favorites from New Leaf and I never want them to leave, but... You're right. Some, it might be nice to to let them go, and, and because they're, they they're not just gone, someone else is coming in. So there's always someone new to talk to. Yeah, and we on the next game, like we don't know how many new cool villagers are going to be out there. You yeah. Know? Yep. There, there's always room for more. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, in this video, I kind of pointed out there were a couple that haven't returned mm -hmm, mm -hmm. since that game. And you know, maybe we'll see them return. Like there, I did a count the other day, and I think there was something like seventy, seventy something villagers who have yet to return. Oh wow! And that's a lot, yes, right? Right. I was I was really surprised at how many that were still not in the game, you know? Right. Um, because New Leaf did such a good job of, like, really packing in villagers. There were tons that you could get. Um, but, yeah, it's amazing to me that population growing still had so many that you could get. Yes. Yeah, so um, I liked seeing those villagers that just didn't exist and then... Yeah, I guess I already mentioned that my brother did the math and it's been 12 years and nine months since that person has <laughs> talked to those villagers. Right. <laughs> um, and it could be even longer for all of us because those villagers <laughs> haven't come back and we need them. Right. Yeah. So anything else uh, stick out to you in this little video? No, I loved it. And, you know, it, it's it's nice to see, but it, it's also going to be nice to um, to look at. I believe you're starting a new town, correct? Um, yeah, I, I do want to start my own little town. Um, I'm going to use a different memory card. Mm -hmm. I don't have the heart to er, delete right. what exists <laughs> on that memory card. So I'm going to go ahead and preserve that one, you know, right. it's a little time capsule and I, <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> and go back to it in 12 years and nine months again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I can look <laughs> back at it and be like, look, kids, this is this game. Do you see? <laughs> That's the date that we live in right now. Um, though, I think there is a limit to the years, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Uh, what, what was it? Was it 2032 or something? Something like that, right? It's it's past the 2000s. Yeah, I'll double check that and see what is the last year <laughs> in Animal Crossing. Um because that's how long the game is intended to be played. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we definitely all have to go back to that game before then. Yeah, it might be like a thirty year old, a thirty year long game. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. So it might be two thousand thirty two. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it would make sense. <laughs> um. 
I wanted to ask one thing I'm not remembering, I guess. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty, that was a longer video, right? It was about mm-hmm. in almost an hour. Um, what did you think of that? <laughs> no, I was liked it. Was it too long? I, I think it's good. I liked, you know, the fact that you gave warning just in case if people wanted to, to plan their time or, or, you know, they could always pause and continue watching later. But I liked the fact that you went into detail and, and you... Of course, you know Animal Crossing, so you can tell everybody what's different, what's changed, and what has been either taken out or added to the series since uh, population growing. No, I think it was great. I think you did a great job. Thanks. And yeah, I guess I personally like longer videos. Um, I like things like podcasts, um, just things that I can, you know, enjoy for a little bit longer than 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try to get a good mix of that on this channel for everyone, because I know some people just like the short stuff. So yeah. you can expect some short videos from me all the time, um, <laughs> though I have pretty much nothing but long videos this week (laughs) um doing a i mean obviously this podcast is longer um wednesday i'm starting another stardew valley farm um i had one going Mm -hmm. but i decided i didn't want to do the forest town forest farm as my multiplayer farm i want to do the river farm and so i played through the three days um, just to catch up to where I was. <laughs> okay, gotcha. And so that's going to be a longer one. Um, <laughs> and then outside of that, it should be it should be a fun week. I've got some fun videos that are going to be popping up throughout. So nice. Yeah, I'm excited for everybody to see <laughs> it, and I'm excited to have time to be making new things. And this Friday, tune in because my next series is starting. It's going to be um, five features from each Animal Crossing game that I want to see return. Nice. Um, that's not a great title, but it's the one <laughs> I've got so far. I'm still brainstorming it, so don't, I don't know. <laughs> you can be judgmental. Think of titles in the comments. <laughs> um, but yeah, it should be fun. I, don't, uh, I know I've sent you kind of a small list of things that I've liked so far, and You've added things that I think are great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. So anyways, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show and get tons of cool things. I've started a new series that patrons get first access to. I visit dream addresses while creating creating a weekly diary entry and the first one is already out so you all who are not patrons will get to hear it on sunday and you can get all sorts of really cool things we really try to make it work worth it for you to be a patron because we appreciate the support it goes toward the show um i now make enough to cover the costs of actually getting this podcast up (laughs) so I like that. Um, And if you are watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about how Animal Crossing has changed your social life or, you know, just a memory about playing Animal Crossing with other people. And then please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.